Hey everyone, I'm so excited to have my next guest. She's the best guest in the universe because she actually sent me macaroons and none of you guys sent me any macaroons. So she's going to be the best guest on our show of all time until somebody else maybe sends me to. I don't know. Now now I have learned how to do extortions, Eliza, because of, because of you. So thank you so much. Um, but she's amazing. Um, she's a business mystic. Um, and I think this is going to be very interesting because I feel like this is a field that I'm very interested in, but I have no training, but you, you do all the, you know, you do all the things because I, I don't even want to mess it up because I think I don't even know the terminology and I don't want people yelling at me. So welcome. How are you doing? I am so glad to be here and thank you. I am honored and don't worry, I will help you. Yeah, <laughs> that's my role. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's do the first word. The first word I don't understand is mystic. What does like what does actually a mystic mean? Like in a serious way? Like what does it mean? In a serious way, as someone who studies who's like in deep prayer and deep thought to you know, they're going through a very religious and spiritual experience to gain knowledge. Typically, it's, you know, knowledge about God or this and that, but the modern iteration of it is really understanding yourself, like mastery over yourself. So you, you're, instead of deep prayer and thought, like all day long, we're not chanting in caves or on hilltops anymore. Um, you know, it's going, it's using, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> not all of us can afford that. Not all of us can afford SLN anymore. Not all of us can afford uh, these things, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, using like going using tarot cards or oracle cards or crystal therapy or self help therapy, or you know, it's all it's all these different tools that are available to us now in the modern age. Um, you know, to have mastery over ourselves so that we know what to do next. We understand ourselves. We can't betray ourselves because we know who we are. We'll always walk an authentic path, and so that is what a modern mystic really is. Awesome. And then, what is like a business mystic? Because I think this is very interesting. Like. In terms of business, like how, like what, you know, like these like psychics that you see on the street that they're kind of like, uh, if you, if you want to call us, call us, but they're not psychic enough to like be there. So like, what is the difference between a business mix mystic and everyone else? <laughs> well, number one, I'm the business mystic. It is registered or trademarked, so you can't use it. <laughs> number one. Um, number two. Oh, yeah. You're like, damn it, Eliza. I know. It's, genius. Genius already. I love it. <laughs> so, like, as a business mystic, it is what it is. If I do this to demystify the process of, now, I'm going to preface it with this. I do have hardcore cut your teeth coming up through the ranks experience of being a copywriter a content creator and a brand strategist. So there's yeah, a lot of practicality and so yeah, so there like that's that's the platform for it. So basically I really demystify the process of putting yourself out there confidently and promoting what you have, like letting people know you have it for sale. So the people who are attracted to my brand as a business mystic, they're coming to me because they are wanting to profit from the gifts or talents or skills that they have and be able to do it in a way that's authentically, so it was like sellouts or a second-rate version of someone else, and to do it in a way that makes sense to them. So they always want to have a sense of, like, they're in, they're in the mix of their marketing. They're in their promoting. Like, when people come and buy from them, they're, they know that they're buying from a person and not someone who's pretending to care about them. So that's, you know, just, that's what a business mystic is. You know, that's what I do for my people. That's awesome. I know you've been Does in that business. Help? 
yeah, so when you say some somebody who pretends to care about you but doesn't really give a shit, yeah, you're you've been in business forever. I love it. So, um, what's the funniest? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, because these people don't have souls. So it's like it's it's. I'm so glad you pointed out. Um, so what's like the funniest mystic joke that you have, or like the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? As a mystic. Um, the funniest thing that well, yeah. Um, one of the things is when people. Um, when I'm reaching out to people that um, are maybe they're a little bit timid or they're afraid to kind of look, because they don't know, right? It's like this, it's, it's the visual is there's a metaphysical store in your neighborhood that's got like crystals and maybe it's got like witchy symbols or something, whatever it is. And you keep circling the store and maybe you park your car in the parking lot, but you're afraid to go in the store because you don't know what that means. And I, I see that a lot with some people. So what I do is if I get that sense from someone who like really wants to come closer but they're not sure, I actually throw a pick out, uh, pickup line to them. Like, I will. I just, I just get this feeling. I'm like, hey, I noticed you're, you're liking a lot of my stuff. You're on my email list. You haven't really said anything. I've, I've reached out to you. So, like, do you, you know, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> I'm sorry? Like, do you have a life? <laughs> I do. I told you. I, I no, no, no. Like, no, to them. Oh, yeah. My line is um, that penguin. Huh? And they're like, what? I'm like, I just broke the ice. They tell oh, me what's okay. going on with your life. I love that. That's what I do. I love appropriate. And it works. Yeah, it's great. It's oh, like it's clean. People love it. Like I, I can't do I can only offend. I don't I maybe one day I'll have your awesome skills, but we'll <laughs> um, My thing is I'm just trying to get people to be comfortable so that they can see they're not just doing well or good, but they're doing great. That's really ultimately what I do for my people. That's awesome. I love that. So, um, how did you start your business? Like, how did you begin? Um, it was, I had another business um, and if it's okay, I'm going to go ahead and mention it here. If you want, you can block yeah, it out. Please, but, please. um, my flag, well, it was the flagship business until business mystic took over, but it was a freaking great company. And that was my business where I was doing copywriting, brand strategy, content creation, helping people run their launches when that was like a thing. <laughs> And just working behind the scenes. So that was my main thing. And um, when I was coming up through the ranks, I remember working with a business coach who was like, do not put the word intuitive anywhere on your website. Because if you do, no one is going to take you seriously and no one will pay you what you're asking. And so for years, I was terrified to let people know that there was this intuitive aspect to the work that I do. And then I got to the point where the business mystic and a freaking great company were like fighting each other. They were like a unibrow and I needed to like <laughs> cut that and make them their own two separate little eyebrows. And so that's how the business came, business mystic came about was I literally had to create another business so that energetically, creatively, I have separation between the two businesses. So that's how it got started. Side hustle. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Um, so did you think like other people thought it was weird? Like, I mean, how, how did your family, cause you also have Asian roots. So I just feel like, do they understand what your business was or did, did it matter to them as long as you made money? Like, how did you explain business mystic to them? Um, well, I've always kind of had the woo in me. Like mm -hmm. it kind of was always just obvious, like, oh, there's something about Eliza. Um, they were always kind of just there. Um, I think for them, because it was like, I, I'm independent. I was like, I'm not asking you for money. So you can't direct my choices. Right, right. That's okay. kind of like what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, okay, cool. Like they're curious, but they're like, 
okay. And I'm good with my boundaries. I'm, an, I'm a boundary manager. So I'm just like, mm, don't pay my bills. Don't care. I see. That's, yeah, that makes sense. I love it. So um, how did you, um, okay, so you have a part where you do like astrology personality in business. So I'm very interested in that. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so I I particularly work with Western astrology because there is like Eastern astrology, Chinese and Vedic astrology. Mm -hmm. So my approach is from Western astrology. And um, I believe that people need to, like the secrets for your success are already written and it's based off the moment you took your first breath when you came into this world. Mm -hmm. So it goes through like your sun sign, your moon sign, mm -hmm. uh, rising sign, all these all these things that are that make up part of your your personal astrology basically rooted in the date of your birth or the time of your birth and so i've practiced this i've applied it secretly to clients <laughs> across the board mm -hmm. and then now publicly and you know the it just i just i'm just constantly reaffirmed like this stuff works like what mm -hmm. i'm telling them is true what i'm seeing is true like i apply it and i'm seeing the results and you know, astrology has its place as a, uh, you know, as a business tool. I love it. So I don't, well, okay. I know if you don't want to, but um, I've done something like close to that with somebody else. She kind of did my natal chart and it was like, okay, yeah. Scary accurate. So are you okay with doing like a 60 second business reading? Yeah. If I tell you, you know what, what you're, um, yeah, no, no, let yeah. me, um, let me go get a, Head and paper. <laughs> okay. And then I could do that for you. You said, yeah, yeah. No. I'm not prepared for this. Okay, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I just need to tell you. Okay, do you, have your, do you have your chart with you? I don't have my chart, but I can tell you the three things I am. Or do, okay, what what's your sun sign? My sun sign is Pisces. Um, my moon sign is Virgo. And I have a rising oh. Sagittarius. Oh, you said, whoa, whoa, shit, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're polar opposites, so no wonder you sound like you're always fighting yourself because Pisces and Virgo are opposite. Yeah, they're opposite. Um, do you do you happen to know, like, where your Midhaven is or your twelfth house by any chance? If you don't, that's okay. We can just do the big three. I don't. Yeah, let's just do big three. Okay. So, your sun sign. Okay, so we're gonna um, go ahead and just start. We'll just start jamming. Okay, so. How you understand all three, like how they fit together, is you want to imagine that your sun sign, which is the Pisces, is the blueprint of your house. Like it has three bedrooms, two baths, a kitchen, and a living room. Okay. And nothing can really alter that blueprint unless something extraordinary or traumatic happens. Much like you knocking out walls in a house, like it has to be pretty significant to kind of alter that. Right. And your sun sign really basically has the seeds of your success. So the way you do things, your signature of how you do things um, as a Pisces is that it's always going to be out of the box. It's going to be incredibly creative, but you're transmuting something. You're taking a bunch of shit and sludge and you're transmuting into something that is powerful, sacred, and holy. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's all in a day's work for a Pisces. Um, and I'm a Pisces sun too, so I get it. Um, so, okay, so that's, so that's your blueprint. So your rising sign, which you said is Sagittarius, is much like, to keep with this analogy about a house, is your curbside appeal. It's what people see when they first come across you. So as a Sagittarius, you're really smart. You sometimes put your foot in your mouth. Um, you know, you like to learn a lot of things. You get very curious. You could be incredibly like, well, why do you do that? Well, why? Like, how yeah, bad? Like, you're like, all like, yeah. and they're like, whoa. 
it's like hold on and like so that's what they're seeing your front yard is like this person but this person also has a lot of experience has a lot of knowledge like if they if you were like hey can you tell me about this like that you know you could you could totally bullshit and be like yeah blah 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 blah. like you can take one (laughs) little thing Sagittarius are notorious for that but they always want you to walk away with a sense of you just picked up something from them that they could not have gone anywhere else. So that's a Sag thing because it's Very like a, the traditional philosopher. Wow. Yeah. That's a, I hope that's our listeners are listening. Okay. This is magic <laughs> happening right now. Holy shit. She could do this for you, but she turned us way more. Okay. Because I'm just, I'm just 60 seconds. So no. Take advantage. No, of no, I'll, oh. I'll finish it. I'll finish it. I'll finish it. I'll do the moon sign and then we move on. I, do, I, found, I found out my 12th sign because you, you told me, right? Would you say 12th thing? I just did I'm, my. I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, your, what's your, what's your Midhaven in or the 10th house? The 10th house. Or MH? Or the Midhaven? Right? It says Midhaven. It's Libra. Oh, okay. What, what's on the, what's on the what 12th house? What does that mean? <laughs> what? I'll tell you what's in the 12th house. 12th house is Scorpio. Well, yeah, that would make sense with that rising at some times. Okay. Well, let's just finish with the moon side and we'll get to the okay. other two. So. This sounds very ominous. I'm kind of scared. No, no, I promise. No. So your moon sign is in Virgo, which is the polar opposite of Pisces. Um, but so your moon sign basically is what people will find when they come inside your house. So you have to invite them in. So your moon sign, if we're going with the house thing again, is your decoration, your furniture, what's in your fridge, um, you know, what kind of alcohol do you have, like is your bed made, the mm-hmm. colors. That's the stuff people will not really see unless you allow them to see that part of you. So when you have a Virgo moon, you're actually a much more of a stick in the mud than you let people on. You're like, you know you're very picky with your details you observe like are were you on time like you can yes, exactly. you have this like oh running God, you're with. So holy shit okay sorry let me it's stop yelling I'm, I'm just amazed right now sorry let me stop yelling <laughs> no you're okay no um you know without Virgo it's just for you, for Virgos, you know, if you're, if you're, if you have a Virgo and you're in any of the top three, you know, sun, moon, or rising, this is, the details matter. That's how you show you love and that you care, that you have yes. thought about the details. If you don't pay attention to details, you are paying attention. It doesn't matter. You don't love me. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so everything, even though, even though you present, even though, like, again, no one's going to know that you're a Pisces. So deep down, you're very you know, you're very dreamy. There is a soft side. You are, you know, like your home is there. It's like a container. You, there's a little bit more than meets the eye. There's, you're a lot smarter than people know. You're not just book smart, but street smart and then spirit smart. You have a sense about things. People start opening up. You're like, what the fuck? I'm just buying. I'm just, I'm just in line to get my Slurpee and my hot dog, dude. Like leave me alone. They just open up. That's the Pisces. You know, they're like, oh, your house looks so, you know, and then all that stuff. But when you let people in, it's the details that really matter. And so how that shows up in your business is you're always, you're, you're going to make sure you have your keywords. You're going to make sure everything is nice and tight. You will not leave anything to chance. And that's what that is. And then it count, it kind of sort of fights with the Pisces son of like, well, can we just let it be like, you know, like, can we just, let's just throw some tie dye on there. Like the color's fine, but the Virgo moon's like, no, it must be the exact shade of turquoise. Yes. You know, it gets crazy. Um, the Midhaven or Kentile Cusp is basically that rules um, what you're trying to curate. So in a business uh, reading, 
and someone comes to me for this and I look at their Midhaven, this is the, this is the vibe. This is their best self. And this, the Midhaven in the chart is like where the sun is like a high noon. It's very obvious. But this is what we're trying to cultivate. So if we're going on there and you're the hot seat, you know, if you, uh, Libra Midhaven is somebody who wants to come off cool, stylish, really put together, balanced even, uh, beautiful, um, you know, has the sense of about them. Like, you know, you are in the ideal sense, you want to put that across, even though you're funny, even though you're smart. The picture that you use on your business card, that's a Libra Midhaven. You are trying to project that out there. Like, you know what? I may be fun. I may be a smart ass. I may put my foot in my mouth. But you know what? I'm fucking beautiful. I'm hot. And I'm smart. And I'm young. And you want to get to know me. If you don't, fuck you. Like, that's so Libra. <laughs> like, Libras are. Wow. Like, Libra is Chanel. <laughs> that is so. You know? Hold on. I'm kind of scared now. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, but that, this is amazing. I hope I hope everyone listening books you because this is very accurate. This is seriously very accurate. I don't even know I hope, what I, I hope... wanted to say about my 12th house. Holy shit. What does that even well, your 12th house, now, um, traditionally, the 12th house in astrology is, like, the bottom feeder of all the houses. It's, like, the poo-poo house. It's, like, no one really likes it. Um, it's just, um, you know, traditionally, it's known as your house of your undoing. It's the house of, of like, your secrets and things like that. And just basically, it's the stuff oh, that, like, it's, if you're looking okay, at a horizon, yeah. <laughs> holy shit, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready. Uh, okay. So with a 12th house, with a 12th house Scorpio, but see, okay, so that's, that's the traditional Hellenistic view. It's just kind of like, it's the poo-poo house. No one likes it. It's just like, it's like bottom theater. It's always, it never, you know, it's the, it's the team that never makes it to the playoffs, no matter what sport it is. It's like, why are you guys even here? Like, you know, but for me, my interpretation of studying charts of all my clients, the 12th house for me shows me very clearly, number one, how my client is really hard on themselves. Where do they get really hard on themselves? Number two, um, where they struggle with promoting themselves because the 12th house is right before the dawn breaks. That's right before the sun mm -hmm. rises in the east. That's right. That's that moment. So what is it that they're hiding from themselves, but is really clear to other people? Like that's what that house is. So it serves a really big major um, purpose in a business reading. So for you, having a 12th house in Scorpio, having your custom Scorpio, uh, 12th house Scorpio cuts is this. Number one, you don't, it's really hard for you to admit that you are a lot more powerful than you really are, that there's depth in there, that, um, you know, you are somebody that can, um, that you can really make a difference, that you can really powerfully transform. It's also, people like to say it's the sexy sign, and it is, and it's, it's also a one of sexuality of using your sexual powers or your wild or whatever you want to use it to get your way. There's a the fear of that power there. Like, well, I don't want to just be a trophy wife and a plaything. I don't just want to be arm candy. Like there's this resistance. It's like, well, but you're a beautiful person. You have a Libra Midhaven. Why wouldn't you want someone to compliment you on that? In addition to your smarts, in addition to this. Um, another thing with Scorpio is that um, Scorpios have a very hard tendency to really see that the good that they do, again, it kind of goes back to what I said, um, nobody can beat us. Nobody can beat up a Scorpio harder than a Scorpio can to themselves. Um, they never see what they did right. It's always what they did wrong. So when they show up in their business, they always gloss over, always, always, always gloss over. Like, but you got all this accolades. You got, you got all these testimonials. You got all this really great work. But like, it's not good enough. It doesn't matter. It's not good enough. It's not good. It's crap. It's not, you know, if it's not the biggest diamond in the room, then what the fuck is the point of life? Mm. It's hard. Really hard. Um, Just, you know, 
-hmm. they think that their they think that their trauma and the vulnerability that they have is something that they need to hide. Scorpios hate that. Sorry, I know I'm going on there, but this is this is in terms of how it plays with promotion. Yeah. It's just a yeah. Thank you, you know, so much. So, for this. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. gonna need to just do this. I'm gonna. Okay, please. Um, when I get more enemies, please uh, have me read their natal chart because I'm gonna like. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess yeah. if they're in my enemies, I don't even want to deal with them. I, I don't want to be close enough to get their natals. Okay, never mind. But this is amazing. Thank you so much. I feel like if you have a business partner that you want to do, I think you this is totally worth it. And just for me. This was amazing. And I can't imagine like even a more in-depth analysis would do. So, wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Everyone, uh, you need to hire her. Okay. Um, I love it. Thank you so much. I totally went over 60 seconds, but this is. That's fine. Yeah. I did too. (laughs) This is like my favorite episode. Pretty much. I love it. It's very, it's kind of scary. I have to digest this after now. I was like, oh shit. Like, what do I, but this is very helpful. Thank you. I appreciate that um okay yeah. so let's talk about your clients so what kind of clients do you work with and like what were some of their success stories well uh, definitely the clients that i work with are people that number one do value intuition and astrology as tools for mastery like you, you kind of have to buy into that if you're not buying into it you're not my person i make it mm-hmm. really clear with my branding and marketing that mm-hmm. this is what i'm about if you're not into it cool move along there's someone else for you like no hard feelings um success stories um one of my clients she, um, her name is Kat Gaskin. You definitely want to check her out on Instagram. She is the creator of the content planner, which is a oh, what? very, very, yeah. And so she, like, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what she was doing. And she didn't, she didn't put that forward, you know. So she booked a, a 13 month uh, forecast where I do 13 months of forecasting wow. for your business. Like when to launch, when to market, when to like, you know what, just chill, just, you know, do a yoga retreat. Um, and I just, I let her know about that. And then she's like, oh my God, you know, I can't believe this. How do you know me? I've never met you. You know, all these things about me. And, um, you know, after the first year that I did, she came back and was like, oh my God, this, this really helped me. Like everything, everything worked, like everything. Then she gave me this beautiful test video testimonial. Um, you know, she's a current, you know, she's, she's come back for that type of service and she does promote me on her social media and she's got like 44 K and her stuff sells out all the time. Uh, she had 44,000 you know, followers and stuff, and she's very active and engaged, and it's like, oh, my God, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a success story. <laughs> yeah, that's you. amazing. Wow. Um, that's, that's, yeah. Bonnie Gillespie, um, she's uh, really well-known in, uh, in Los Angeles as being, like, a director and casting agent. Oh, my gosh, I'm told she's going she's gonna to listen to this and be like, I can't believe you messed this up. But she's really well-known for actors. Um, and uh, self-management for actors. And so she is someone who's booked that session, or booked that service with me. She's done really well with it. So, you know, I have people from all different types who come back and said, you don't know me. Like you said, you don't know me, but you know me. And wow, this stuff really works. So That's amazing. I'm kidding my horn here. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah I, 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 would, I would just open up with that. Like, you know who my clients are, and then do the podcast. I feel like, because those are amazing people. So thank, thank you for sharing that. Um, so, okay, yeah. let's, let's go more towards funny. So besides us, obviously, who's the third funniest person in the universe? Oh my God, Joe Coy. <laughs> Joe Coy, yeah, he's amazing. I, 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 don't, he, I haven't seen him live. Um, have you? Um, I've, I've seen him live. I've seen him at the oh, improv. He like, did he make fun of everyone? Oh my God. He makes fun of everyone, but you know, after the show, like he is like, 
I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. This was a couple of years ago. He's, he's completely just grown in popularity. So I don't know if he still does this, but he was so personable. Like he would meet everyone and he stood in line, you know, when you're leaving the improv, you know, when you're walking out, like the, the comedians, the performers stand out there and they shake your hand and give you flyers for the next event. But he was out there. He talked to every single person. He autographed. He was just wow. so generous and gracious with his energy and just loving, just a wonderful person. Like, I don't know him personally, but I'm like, oh my God, like, you're awesome. So, yeah, that sounds, yeah, yeah that's I amazing. Think he, Thanks for sharing that. Wow. Yeah. I was just, because he seems like that type of person too. You know, it's just like, yeah, down really loves his fans. And then, yeah, like a really solid person. I love that. Okay. So, okay. So, how do you choose like who you work with? Um, I, you know, I have the services, so that's my gatekeeper. Like, it's my pricing, too, yeah. also kind of really anchors that. So I know I don't, I know you got, like, a bit, little bit of a mix of audiences there. Mm-hmm. So my pricing kind of determines where you're going to be if you're, if you're in or you're out. But in terms of people who work with me privately, like, in a, in a coaching or a retainership level, um, I basically, I do look at their birth charts. I do look at their goals to see if it's, if it's, you know, if it's realistic, like, I'm like, I can't help you get to the moon. I don't build rocket ships. I'm sorry. You know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I basically make sure that I work with someone who's going to value what I put to the table. Because if you're looking for something that's, you know, not aligned with my values at all, we're not going to work. And yes. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Go with someone else. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because just, just being upfront and, you know, with boundaries is great. So um, yeah. we're going to mastermind together. So kind of, we kind of have the same mentor, like for business. So like, how do you pick yes. mentors in the other areas or just how did you choose your, our current mentor? I basically look at whose business, who is doing business the way my best self would do business. So it's being authentic. It's being yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of being a little bit lazy, uh, only because I have a daughter who's less than a year old and she keeps me up all at night. And the fourth funniest person is when my husband says it's my turn to go feed her. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I birthed her. You can, you can get that midnight feeding. Um, but I look for someone who's business model that I admire, who has reached the money goal that I'm aspiring to. And who has done it in a way that I feel like is them. It's authentic. It's not swarmy. It's not guru-y. It's just like, hey, this is how I did it. And who thinks outside the box? Um, the other way that I go about it is who's the biggest cat out in the uni- in my universe? Who was their teacher? And then I go for that person. I love it. Because Bushra Azar, oh my God, she's amazing. Like, I feel like she yeah. should take my business over because I know she a million times better she's so funny she's super authentic like actually before you I, w- I was just listening to our february because mm-hmm. like we have uh, we have a lot of stuff to do in the mastermind but i think it's one of the a best lot. masterminds i've been in. i've been in a lot of business masterminds and i just feel like it's just a perfect combination of like accountability like learning stuff and actually having fun because it's just i love yes. it and really glad to be able to have found you through the you know um <laughs> mastermind because otherwise we wouldn't even met so i just think that you know really good masterminds connect great people as well so and i'm sure i'm gonna yes. meet you because you're you're like connected to irvine so yeah yeah <laughs> okay so okay so what like surprised you about this field that you're in how um Number one, how people really don't, okay, when I'm looking at someone's chart, I am literally in their space and I'm looking at like the guts of them, right? Like their yeah. heart and soul and their guts of them. Like I am, like I'm going to a very vulnerable place. What has surprised me 
was how much people don't give themselves enough credit and how they don't really see how great or beautiful they are. Like in spirit, of course, in self, but like you need to give yourself a break. You created miracles there. You just did something impossible. You moved across the country to pursue your dream and you're making it. Why aren't you seeing how cool that is? That's the part that surprised me, how little credit we give ourselves when we do these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think I it's a woman thing? Because this is, this is my theory. I feel like just the dumbest dude has so much confidence compared to even the most, I mean, obviously I'm generalizing, right? But do you feel like it's a, it's yes, a yes, yes. or just like, just in general? Um, I do feel, I mean, cause I primarily market to women. That's who I, I bring in and call in. So, um, you know, so the, I'm, I'm going to say that like primarily my audience is women. So the answer is coming from that point. And I would say, yes, I feel like, you know, there is this expectation for the female, of, you know, to kind of carve out so much of themselves and to not ask for anything back to fill in that space that they've carved out. Um, that confidence is there. And it's also a raging case of perfection and um, comparisonitis. Well, you know, that person has it together. I don't. There's the, the bar is set so impossibly high, you know, you'll, you never see it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like men are like, hey, I put pants on today. I'm a winner. You know, it's like, uh, okay. You know, and like the thing, you know, Ginger Rogers did everything Fred Astaire did, but she did it backwards and in heels. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, so I, w- I would say that, like, that's why it's so hard for women. Yeah. You know, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. But we're still going to be amazing. Uh, we're still going to be awesome, despite whatever people throw at us and whatever internal um, things that we have, which is why it's important to understand ourselves. So, so thank you for that. Um, okay. So more fun questions. Well, every, every question is fun, but these are more extra fun. Like if you rule the world, what would you do? Oh my gosh. Um, are you being like, do you want me to answer? <laughs> yeah, just say whatever. I mean, uh, are you okay on time? Yeah. Cause I know we did 30 minutes, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I got, I, I got time. Like, no, I, I totally have time. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, if I rule the world, what would I do? Um, okay. So on a practical level, I would take care of our mothers and really take care of our women. You know, they're the ones that are taking care of everyone else. So, you know, we need to, we need to, we need to do that. And um, we need to make sure that the the folks that are, that are marginalized and don't have places to go have safe places to go. Cause that's, that's a really big thing. Um, you know, a nice that's person. a big thing that I advocate for. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> like I, 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 you know no, I, I don't get I, answers I, like this. Cause my friends are all, you know, and, and then on a serious <laughs> note, like I'm not, I'm not a man hater. I'm, I'm married to a man. I have a, I have a baby with one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I give props to props to you. So it's not like it's not I'm bad, the man. But I think that if you want to hate me, hate me. Okay, I'm the man. <laughs> on my set, I say, you know, say, you, know? Hey, you hate men. I'm like, well, somebody's got to tell you. So yeah, I'm the man here. Eliza is not okay. Sorry, sorry. Please continue. <laughs> no, and you know, I just. I think that if that that was the case, I would. I'd really want to take care of our mothers, and you know, don't. Um, that's that's the biggest thing because I think judgment and stigma and just feeling like you have no choices really can make for very difficult situations and can make people do things that they wouldn't normally want to do. So that's that's where I would start, and then we'll start working on all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're such a noble person. Um, yeah, I could never. I didn't even think of that. Isn't that messed up? Like I didn't even think about <laughs> other people. I was just like all power hungry. I was like, oh. Oh, we can do that too. 
Anyways, okay. So how can we work with you? What's your website? How can we get more of you? Well, yes, you can definitely stop me on my Instagram at Business Mystic. I post daily readings every there. Business readings are geared towards marketing, promoting, get yourself out there. And um, if you'd love to book a website, uh, book a reading, excuse me, I'd love to do that for you. Uh, you can go to my website at www.thebusiness-mystic.com. Love it. Awesome. And I, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else to share with our audience? Well, you had a question on there, and I've been waiting for you to answer it. Oh, okay. Which it. one? Which one? So what about you getting married? <laughs> okay, yeah. It's like, I was not sure. I was like, well, she's doing so well. I kind of don't want to real. Okay, if you write out on this. <laughs> okay. How can I find a man who's almost dying to marry me and give me all his money? Um, you don't. You become the man that has a lot of money and that people want are hoping that you die so they can marry you and get your money. <laughs> that's where I did my first marriage. I was the one with the money and he fucking married me for a green card. Fuck, I have to do it. But you know what? It's okay. But you know, here if you want to go there, we'll go there. I'm in your space and you can totally edit this part out. Um but you're um, I don't know how to edit. <laughs> that's what people keep telling me. Can you edit this out? I'm like, uh, no. That's I don't know how to do that. No, no, if you want to. No. You're you're you know what you know what? No. You're you're um your time is, is, is coming. That 12th house in Scorpio tells me that you have a lot. Um, it's a death and rebirth thing for you when it comes to love. It's basically like you're half beta fish. You will fight with your own reflection because of that 12th house in Scorpio. Um, and so for you, death and rebirth have to come into play before it before you really meet someone who you feel is your match because they have to be sympathetic to that Asian culture. They have to be sympathetic to where you come from and the values that you do hold important to you and that they have to understand that when you're having a moment that the tantrum should not be viewed as an affront to their masculinity but like oh that's cute you're trying to bite me okay do you need coffee wow. do you need okay wear your sweat you're not wearing pants do you want me to get you your sweats okay all right do you need to go to target just to look at touch pillows like that's the person you, you're looking for and that person is there you are right wow you, you know spot on that's very i mean that's that 12th house it's the it's pisces sun in that 12th house tell me very clearly that's that's kind, i mean i don't even need to look at your venus like i could just look at those two and just know that's that's the person so the, is that person coming is that person going to show up yes but you have like i said you said venus right Shit. Yeah, I don't need to look. I don't even. I don't need to look at it. I can just oh, tell from to, oh, those okay, two. Okay. Yeah, like I could just tell from those two things that, um, based on your, you know, you're giving me your birth information that, you know, death and rebirth are really big things for you. So it's almost like a physical death of yourself, not like you die. I'm sorry, but like a sense of self yeah, like dying for it to be worked. Yes, and that's the thing is you don't like to admit how spiritual you are and how much into the rule you are because it's just it conflicts with an identity that you already created but that's the point right like you can be whoever you want to be and this is your second start over or third fourth yeah. fifth start over so why not yeah. you know once you do that it's gonna be real easy he's gonna show himself well yeah or other let's say that i'll say other awesome. <laughs> you're still figuring some things out so i like the surprise i, would, I, would I mean that. you just put a lot of twists in it so i'm like okay let's let's do this Wow, thank you yeah. so much. I'm so grateful for you for doing this. This is like, I need to take a walk yeah. because this is changing my life for sure. Um, but yeah, <laughs> check her out, guys. Business Mystic. Um, 
yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm going through some soul changes right now because of this awesome conversation. I love it. Um, thanks so much. And, uh, we hope to have you on future episodes to come. Yeah. My honor.